Greetings, everybody. Welcome to 10 at 10 on a Friday in the United States of America. It's just after 7 a.m. in California. It's in the early afternoon in Europe. It's in the evening in Asia and wherever you are, however you are, you're in the right place at the right time in the timeless here and now. Give me a favor when you're entering, just tell me where you're from and say hello. You can use the heart button. Um, we're on Instagram Live, we're on Facebook Live. We'll be uh, also on, uh, good morning, Lisa. Good morning, Annie, good morning. Um, the names on Instagram are a little more complicated, so. But good morning to everybody who's joining us, who's arriving in exactly the right moment and exactly the right time. I really enjoy this space with you. Um, so we'll be on uh, India. We got some people from India coming in. Love India. I was there for six weeks uh, about, I don't know if it's four years ago. I'm not good with uh, time. I think it was four years ago. And a uh, really powerful experience. UK coming in, United Kingdom, Great Britain, West Palm Beach. Florida, fantastic. Uh, so as I was saying, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. So if you're driving your car sometimes or you're working out at the gym and you're like, oh, I don't, I can't really like see this and look at it. I just want to hear it. So we got the, we got the podcast version as well. Or if you're like, oh, I love to just kind of like get the visual uh, experience as well, then you have options there. So Lots of options, lots of ways to connect, and uh, lots of gratitude for your presence. Let's just take a deep breath together. Breath is such an essential component of wellness, and I think we kind of overlook it and because uh, uh, it's so simple, because it's always here, because it's always available. Just deep inhalation and you exhale. And whatever the situation is, whatever the circumstances are, you become grounded, you become present, you become centered. Valeria, where are you? Tokyo? Japan? So happy you're here. So you become present and grounded and centered and connected. And you can speak from the deepest space of presence, the deepest space of authenticity, deepest space of your heart inside yourself. And there's so many things to get into and so many things to share and so many things to discuss and so many things to talk about and have so many ideas and insights and inspirations on so many different things. And uh, the thing that I really want to share uh, most in our precious 10 minutes plus that we have today is uh, I want to tell you about my son. I want to tell you about um, something he did yesterday and something that I'm really proud of him for and something that's a great lesson for all of us. So my son participated in an event. He's 17, uh, soon to be 18. He's a senior in high school. He participated in an event called Mr. Norristown, which is a, the name of the town, name of the high school that he attends. And it was a performance-based event last night with 12 young men. And he decided to participate 
to enter his his self himself enter his name in the participation and he performed he actually sang with a guitar uh, he never sang in front of a group of people before in his life and he sang with a full house of about 500 people last night he did so great and uh just really proud of him for facing that that uh fear facing that fear and breaking through it and uh it's such an inspiration for all of us you know the to step beyond our comfort zone and continue to step beyond our comfort zone and continue to move beyond our comfort zone whatever the situation is whatever we're experiencing whatever's happening for us whatever uh, we feel blocked whatever their limiting beliefs are limiting thought patterns I can't do it. I'm not good enough. I'll never make it. I'm blah, 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 right? The mind goes and goes and goes. And to face that and to have the courage to move through it uh, is inspiring, right? So and I think something that's important to recognize and realize is that we think that we're the ones that, as parents, we're the ones that are leading our children. We're the ones that need to tell them how it is, how it's going to be, how to do things, how to make things happen. Um, but I find that my greatest spiritual teacher um, has been my son, right? Just watching his journey, watching his progression, watching his evolution, watching his movement from birth until this point and all the different um, hurdles that he's overcome and all the different, you know, cause, cause uh, you know, as we all know, all those of us who've made it that uh, going from a child to adult can be rough, right? There could be challenging situations and circumstances for sure. So to see him move through those spaces and face those limits and break through continually um, throughout his life has been a great inspiration to me. And it's been so beautiful for me to witness that and experience that. And um, I just think being a parent is something that if you are a parent, it's something not to neglect, not to take for granted. Um, I made an intention. I was uh, apart from my son for a while. I was uh, at a distance and I made an intention to really be present uh, more consistently. This, uh, we've always been really close, really engaged, really, you know, kind of best friends, really, in a sense. Um, but to be more physically present and to be present for events like that that took place last night. So it feels really good to, to just witness his journey, witness his evolution, and witness his um expansion and whether you're a parent or you're not a parent um my advice is to be a part of people's journey to support them in their growth to support them in their the evolution of their soul's path and their soul's journey you know so for me i get such a joy out of, the, of doing that with my clients you know with my coaching clients just having you know, support them in that those breakthrough moments it's the same thing as with uh you have a, a parent if you're a parent of a, a son or a daughter to, to support them in those breakthroughs and supporting them in that journey so just supporting um people in their journey um is really rewarding and it's really why we're here you know and whatever the capacity is for you it's why you're here um always starting with leading by example Right. Are we starting with leading by example? In leading by example, you don't even need to share that many words necessarily. Particularly, I think if you're a if you're a um, 
male. We tend not to talk as much <laughs> with words to each other. But um, you lead by example. You lead by example and then you share a few words here and a few words there. And um, something really, um, thanks for Instagram is really rocking uh, today. And usually Facebook is the one that's rocking and Instagram is the one that's really got a lot of energy happening. So thank you so much. For Instagram, this is kind of a new thing on Instagram. This is only our, I think my fifth day doing this. So I imagine that the, the, the tradition will deepen here over time. Um, and I'm grateful, grateful for, for your participation and your communication and your presence here. So really grateful for my son. And, and the last thing I wanna share is related to competition. So, um, now, what I'm going to say may be surprising to some of you, may be surprising to many of you. Um, you're probably going to think I'm going to say like some spiritual BS about how competition is a bad thing and we shouldn't compete with each other. And it's actually not what I'm going to say. I'm going to say that what I saw last night was I saw 12 young men who were in competition with each other to become Mr. Norristown. And they were competing with each other and they performed and it was actually really beautiful to behold. It was a really beautiful experience uh, to behold. And I was inspired by the way they came out together as brothers and there were, there's a sense of union. They did a dance together and they were dancing for potential, essentially dancing for girls, right? Cause most everyone in the crowd was young girls. So there's young boys dancing for young girls and a few old timers like the parents myself in there as well um so you have these young boys performing for young girls and then they're performing individually for the girls and there's judges as well and um then at the end they choose who mr norristown is right based on based on a kind of a fashion show thing and a musical performance or any kind of performance actually and then um some questions and answers at the end and so at the end, they announced the winner, Mr. Norristown, and all these young guys, you know, they, they hug him and they, they're, they're holding him up. And then they sing this, all sing this song together at the end, Lean On Me, the song which I'm sure many of you are familiar with. So they all sing this song together and get the crowd involved to sing Lean On Me. And um, I saw something really beautiful there. I saw competition in a healthy way that brings bonds between people and doesn't create separation or division between people, but brings people closer together and brings out the best in people in a healthy, supportive way. So competition, when there's when it's rooted and grounded in community is beautiful because it brings out, it, it challenges you to better yourself, right? And I saw a beautiful example of that. And I want, I want to tell you about that uh, and have you realize that. The last thing I want to say, um, 11 minutes, bonus time. The last thing I want to say um, I'm a, I'm, I really like to study human psychology. I mean, everything that I do is based on studying, not everything I do, but so much of what I do is based on studying human psychology. I'm like an anthropologist, you know, culture, human culture and human psychology and the way people think and how they operate and how they move. And um, just a note to follow up on that what I thought was really interesting was how the males or the masculine energy was performing for the feminine energy where usually in our culture, for some reason, it's the opposite where the feminine energy is performing for the masculine energy or the, the, the women are performing for the men. Um, 
So I think that we, like, if you look at nature, if you look at nature, if you look at animals, you look at things like peacocks and birds, bird, the bird call and the peacock with the feathers. And um, you look at the way the there's all these thousands and millions and billions of sperm competing for one single egg. It's really the, ma the masculine energy performing in competition with each other to get gather the attention of showing themselves in their best light to the female energy and the female energy by the acknowledgement and attention it gives in the masculine energy says, Hey, we like you. We want more of you. Um, you're the best male. You're, you're, you're the best. And we, right. So we're acknowledging you as the best. And we've kind of like, somehow we've lost that, that, uh, play. Cause it really is just play. It's a play of energy. We've lost that play, um, as human beings. And because we've lost that play, we're not challenging men to their best, right? Because we've lost that play, we're not challenging men to their best. So instead of, women performing for men which is beautiful there were there were women there were um girls that were dancing had some dance performances too as well so i'm not saying it's like should happen it's great if that's what you want to do but what we what what is a more of a natural integration and more can be happening more is men performing for women to challenge the men to their best does that make sense to challenge the men to their best because we're not challenging the men to their best in the way that we could right now and 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 the women then reward the man who's the best right whether it's through attention whether it's through sex whether it's through babies whether it's through um uh you know eye contact all all the different ways that we reward people that um that we feel are the best right um i forgot to mention that if you look at indigenous societies indigenous cultures it's the same thing the, the, the women do not dance for the men. The men dance for the women, right? If you look at indigenous cultures, now when I say indigenous cultures, I'm not, I'm making a generalization. I'm not saying every single indigenous culture in the entire history of humankind. But generally speaking, if you look at indigenous cultures, if you study indigenous cultures, the men are the dancers, not the women. The men are performing for the women to garner their attention, to say, hey, I'm the best dancer, you know? I'm the, I'm, right? So we can bring this into every aspect of life, right? Whether it comes to spiritual uh, awakening or intelligence or um, ethics or um, uh, compassion, right? Like be the best, be the best, be the best and don't, and don't be embarrassed about it and don't be shy about it. Don't be arrogant about it. Don't be cocky about it. Be humble about it. Um, be authentic about it. But the point is, strive to be the best. Instead of being jealous, if you're a man, instead of being jealous of another man, be inspired, right? If you're a woman, instead of being jealous by another woman, be inspired. Oh, there's someone doing something better than me. That shows me that I can do that too, you know? So that's a healthy, that's a healthy integration of competition. That's a healthy integration of competition because we're seeing reflections around us all the time, right? We're seeing reflections around us all the time and we can we can uh, embrace that. We can embrace that and we can, we can uh, have a deeper sense of bonds with the people um, and uh, have a sense of what I saw last night was men, uh, young men competing with each other and at the same time 
having a sense of deeper bonds of love and appreciation with each other when they came to it. And it was beautiful to see these guys backstage hugging each other and appreciating each other. And um, you see the same thing in a boxing match. If you ever watch a, a boxing match, you'll see these two men, right? And they're just like pounding on each other as hard as they trying to punch it as hard as they can for 10 rounds, 12 rounds, 15 rounds, you know? And then the final bell rings and you just see them embrace, you know, just hug, this deep hug, you know, of like respect and honor and love and appreciation of making each other better, you know, of giving everything you have. Uh, and, and, and there's a, so the point is like underneath everything that we are, experiencing and we're noticing what looks like it may be a competition is um when it's a healthy level deeper there's a sense of love of of, of bettering oneself and bettering each other um 17 minutes might be a new record might be a new record it's friday be back monday keep the comments coming in thread let me know um, ways that you've viewed healthy competition, the, 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 the inquiry around masculine and feminine. I'm always interested in the polarity of the yin and the yang. Um, and tell me about your children, your daughter, your son, the ways that they've inspired you and uplift you and show you a better way to be in the world. Thank you all so much for being here and see you in the next now.